With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. It's a Tuesday. I believe that means Taco Tuesday. Oh! Mmm. Times be a-changing. Get to the Cam Newton story in a second. Uh, <laughs> I love the Bishop S- Sycamore story. I really do. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain kind of my personal... Uh, connection with that type of story upcoming and wait if there's no real school how can the school fire the coach we'll get to that we'll get to that uh, upcoming uh andrew brandt joins us this hour he's a former nfl executive and agent and the host of the business on sports tj Manzato join us later on the show you'll hear from dan patrick and you'll hear from ben volan who covers the league for the boston globe and knows a thing or two about the patriots that's the story of the day that's where we'll begin remember we're a week in uh, two days out from NFL football being played. That should be awesome. Cowboys, who some believe might reach out to Cam Newton about being a backup. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have Tom Brady, the former Patriot quarterback. Um, look, Cam Newton was released today, and I don't hate to say I told you so. I told you so. I told you three years ago. That I had a conversation with an NFL GM that was in the market for a quarterback. And I said, we, we sat down, we were having coffee. And uh, he's an early morning guy, as am I. And we were having coffee. And I said, um, uh, where's Cam Newton on your list? He said, it's not on it. I was like, well, 
I mean, I'm not a huge Cam Newton guy. He, he's like, eh, it doesn't have anything. He's like, I, 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 he's not throwing the football right. There's something wrong with his shoulder. And his mechanics are all off. And you compound that with the fact that he, he hasn't been an accurate thrower, but he's like, you know, leadership qualities are good. Guys like him. Guys respect him. He's been to Super Bowl. He's won a Heisman Trophy. He's won a national championship. You know, works hard. It's like, just can't throw. Can't throw consistently. And what, what, what has happened since is, and I shared that with you. Right? I shared that with you. And what's happened since is only kind of played out as such. And I, you get people who are like, well, you know, this is stunning or this is surprising or not really shouldn't be. And it's not just because, because he was in a quarterback battle and it's not just because, you know, he had COVID and then he wasn't vaccinated. So he's in the protocol. That's part of the story. Absolutely. But you, if Cam Newton was really good enough to be a starting caliber quarterback in the National Football League. Remember, he was a free agent at the end of last year. Signed a minimum contract. The Washington football team is coached by Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera was taken to a Super Bowl when he was the MVP. And when they played against each other in the preseason, there's a mutual respect there. And, and what usually is the case in the NFL, you can track this. I mean, the perfect example is, the Rams are going to trade Jared Goff, right? So who are you going to trade Jared Goff to? Well, you look up and you say, hey, Brad Holmes is the former scouting director for the Rams. He's the one who told the Rams brass, let's draft Jared Goff. Now Brad Holmes is the general manager of the Lions. You follow somebody who believes in you and knows what you're like when you're at your best. This, this happens with position coaches. You can track this stuff. When, and we got some trades to update you on, but there's, always a, there's almost always a connection. I played for that guy, or that guy coached me, or for the coach, he'll swear by somebody's talents. That's how, whether it's Tom Brady swearing by Antonio Brown, he can handle it, or the fact that coaches at position, position coaches switch teams, and eventually they get a player to sign with them. That familiarity, that relationship is everything. So Cam Newton was released by the Carolina Panthers and heck, Cam Newton's backup was traded for to Washington last year. Remember, Cam signed late, but that's the Washington football team. They cycled through four different quarterbacks last year. He signed for backup quarterback money. You know who needed a backup this year? Was the Buffalo Bills. They signed Mitch Trubisky. Think about this for a second. The Buffalo Bills front office and head coach, where was their previous location? Carolina for Cam Newton. And it's not because they think Cam's a bad guy. Maybe it's because they're not sure if Cam can be a backup. It's really hard to go from, you know, as as I Allen Iverson said, I don't know any MVP to come off the bench, right? So some of it might be his ego, but a lot of it is just, ah, I don't know if his ego can handle it. And also, he can't really throw a football. But we told you this three years ago. And it became about a bunch of different things. And he had a game last year against the Seattle Seahawks. And every time people reference Cam Newton's season last year, what will they say? Well, there was that game against the Seahawks where he looked really good. It was like they stopped watching football after that. You know, they didn't, they didn't watch. Because if you watched football after that, you would have seen that. Yeah, it, it was it was bad at times. It just was. It was bad at times. Cam Newton only completed uh, above sixty percent of his throws four seasons in the NFL. Four. Last year he threw for for a year in which he started fifteen games. He threw for only twenty six hundred yards. Eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. Now we can say it's about COVID. We can say it's about this. We can say it's about that. But dude, the guy threw for less than a hundred yards four times. Four less than a hundred yards. He threw for more than three hundred yards two times against 
Houston, who they lost to, was one of the worst teams in the NFL. And Seattle, early on in the season, when he played really, really well, 397. If you cut out, you know, it's like, is it the median, the mean? Which is it where you cut out the top and you cut out the bottom? Right? If you take out the top two performances, right? Seattle was a mess early on. That's why they traded for Jamal Adams. And Houston was just bad. But he one of Houston's four wins were against the New England Patriots. But if you take those out, that's 700 yards passing. Right? So if he started 15 games, so that's 13 games, you do the math, he threw for 1,900 yards. This is terrible. Okay, take out the bottom two. You're, you're, still, you're still far and away the lowest number of yards, the fewest touchdown passes. And of those eight touchdown passes, three came in the last game of the season when they took on the Jets, who wanted to lose. Right? Again, take out the Jets game, and he's got five touchdown passes. He's just not that good anymore. In addition to the fact that he's a player from a foregone era. Yes, we have more uh, athletic quarterbacks like him. Right? But it's his inefficiency and his inaccuracy, especially in short and underneath stuff, has always been a bit of an issue. And there's a certain kind of Allen Iverson um like, like, look, Allen Iverson, he's championed and heroed. But the fact is that Allen Iverson, with all of his toughness and all of his skill and all of his bravery, he was a tremendous player. But he never took care of his body. He was constantly going out. And, and he was also a very inefficient scorer. When analytics came to basketball, that was it for Allen Iverson. You can't shoot in the low 40s and not do much on defense or create shots for others. Like he just wasn't an efficient player. And that's what we have with Cam Newton. And that's what he has in new England. He likely stayed in new England because he liked it. He respected them and they treated him well and they built the offense around him. But if you've watched new England play in this preseason, they want that. They have to have somebody who's accurate and short and intermediate throws much like Tom Brady. And that's what Mac Jones is, not what, what Cam Newton is. So it's not about anything. Off the, it's not about the head scarves. It's not about, uh, you know, dancing, you know, during a, during a, although I will point out that while Scott Zolak, he just, he just, it was just lazy wording. His point was when music's playing and you're the leader of a team, it's cool to have fun. But, bro, when you're in a quarterback battle, you got to kind of lock in. And, and he felt like he was missing reps. And then you factor in that you're the leader of a football team who got COVID last year and you didn't get vaccinated. So when And then you left town, which you weren't supposed to leave town if you're not vaccinated, and you violated protocol. You asked to, you asked to be cut. Like that's what happens with I, – I actually – I had a practice – with 10 and 11 year olds last night. And I asked them all the time, do coaches play favorites? And they're like, no, good coaches don't play favorites. Yes, the hell they do. They, they play favorites. I want guys that help me win. But that doesn't just mean scoring. Right? Helping me win is all the other little things because that's what creates the culture. And if the quarterback who's had COVID won't get vaccinated and isn't available in the midst of a quarterback battle for his football life. Don't, don't get mad at the protocols. Don't get mad at anybody. You can get mad at Cam Newton and, and look for, for, to, to respect Cam. He put on his Instagram. Don't feel sorry for me. I don't did this to himself. Would he have ultimately been on the Patriots the rest of the season? I don't know. But it did feel like it was trending the way of him being a starter, and then all of a sudden you're not there, and the kid outplays you because you can't. it's not a fair fight. You didn't get a shot because you're on COVID protocols. I told you this was coming three years ago. It has nothing to do with Cam or any of the nonsense at Auburn or before Auburn or his dad, none of that. He's grown and matured into um, an almost iconic, legendary player. 
And despite the fact he didn't have much talent and his arm wasn't good and his fundamentals were bad and he didn't have a true offseason, he never or, or very rarely complained openly about the lot in life of the New England Patriots. And they found a way without a quarterback who can really throw the football or great wide receivers to somehow get to seven wins last year. That was a miracle. But you don't, sit, you don't draft Mac Jones to sit him. You already have Brian Hoyer who knows the offense cold and, and fits the offense if he fills in more so than Cam Newton. And while Cam is great and cool and nice and respectable, you're not going to keep a former MVP as a backup when he doesn't want to be a backup. He hasn't clicked into that mentally. I, I, I don't hate to say I told you so. I told you so, and it just played out as such. What was, um, what's it like to release a player with the statue of, statue of Cam Newton? We'll ask Andrew Brand upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So you guys following this uh, Bishop Sycamore story? What I find about interesting about uh, fake fake schools and fake names is, couldn't you have done a little better than Bishop Sycamore? Right? Like, um, I, again, I'm Jewish, so, um, so like, please forgive me, okay? For, forgive me, but you can go onto Wikipedia, and you can find. Uh, a, li- a list of Catholic bishops in the United States, right? And I was looking this morning. I was looking this morning. And I was looking actually in the state of Ohio because there are real bishops in the state of Ohio. You know, you go to the, the archdiocese, has them listed online. You're like, really? Yeah. Yeah, really? And I was looking and there is none in the state of Ohio. But you can look through all these names and I've never, I haven't found a current bishop who's Bishop Sycamore. There's no historic (laughs) bishops. Like, couldn't you have come up with a better fake name? I mean, we have what, Bishop Amont here. We have Bishop Montgomery. Bishop Montgomery, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have come up with a better fake name. But but I'll, I'll, I'll also tell you this. Not the first time it's happened. Won't be the last Essentially, this is, I mean, this is, it's gross. I, I watch this all the time. So my late father ran an AAU program. He was a high school coach, became college coach. And then when he, he couldn't get a, a job that he wanted coaching college, he started an interior design company with my mom and basically did their marketing, which is, he talked about, he's like just recruiting. It's the same thing. And then he started a youth program. And by the time I had graduated, he would always recommend kids to schools on the kids' behalf. Say, hey, send me your tape. I'll, I'll send it out to, you know, the coaches. And somebody told him, like, you know, you can charge for this. Who am I going to charge? The parents. And so what he was, he was basically an advocate for these kids. He'd, he'd say, send me a tape or I'll come see your son or daughter play in person Tell you what level I think they can play at. And then we'll put together all of your grades and I'll give you a reasonable sense of what level I, I evaluate they can play at. And then I'll just, I'll go door to door if I have to, as always phone calls. And he'd call coaches and he'd place kids. And then if you got a scholarship, you would pay him a fee. That was what he did for a living. For like the last, I don't know, 10 years of his life, really? And I would always see it. And I was like, man, like, and he still owed money by a couple kids who played Division One, high major Division One basketball. He helped a kid get a scholarship, and then the parents were like, "I'm not paying you, even if there was a, a contract out there." So he saw that side to it. But one of the challenges was, you know, a kid's not being recruited. Okay, well, let's do a year of prep school. Well, you have the prep schools in the East Coast, but they're really expensive. You have to get good grades in order to get into. And while they do have some athletic scholarships, they're limited as well as the fact that kids don't want to go that far from home. You have IMG Academy, who this Bishop, uh, these Bishop Sycamore characters actually played last week, which, again, has kind of legitimized the idea of having a, a legit prep school. It started, obviously, as Nick Boletari Tennis Academy and then kind of spawned into IMG Academy, which is an amazing place. An amazing place. What's fascinating to me about Bishop Sycamore is this is not the first. There's plenty of these scam artists who are running prep schools and promising to get kids placed. And the onus is not on ESPN. It's on the guy who organized the game. That's the guy. Just get a regular high school. But what, what, this is what happens. This is the problem. And this is where I would say ESPN is a factor. In Cincinnati, Ohio, there's Moeller High School. I don't know how good they are this year. But if you would just say, hey, we're not going to put anyone on TV that hasn't been an accredited, some sort of traditional high school for 15, 20 years. Not saying that there's not good new schools that are created every day. Charter schools, private schools, prep schools, etc. But if we just set that as the standard, I think a lot of this would change. But man, how crazy is that story? They played a game like two nights before. 
Like they played on Thursday and then on Saturday they're on ESPN. And like, well, we only play guys a couple series. And then they got old dudes as well, which not surprising. If you have anybody older than 19, well, now that's a big problem. But the idea of having a 19-year-old kid, if you know anything about youth and high school sports, holdbacks are kind of part of society. By the way, I was a holdback. I graduated at 19. But couldn't you have come up with a better name than Bishop Sycamore? Just pick a real bishop's name. Copy somebody else's name. And you might throw, because when you saw Bishop Sycamore, you're like, is there a bishop named Sycamore in Ohio? Why would they go by that? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Andrew Brandt joins us, former NFL executive and agent, host of the Business on Sport, uh, Sports podcast, is also a professor at uh, Villanova University. And, and, and Andrew, I, like, look, there, there's a lot of different parts to Cam Newton being released, but at least a good portion of it is if you don't make a lot of money, and this is like a $3.5 million deal, then that's kind of where you stand. You're much, one of the reasons you get a big contract is not to get as much money, but so this doesn't happen, they can't just release you. Yeah, good afternoon, Doug. I mean, I think that money talks with these kind of things, and you talk about $3.5 million, that is a, um, a king's ransom compared to last year. Remember last year, basically signed for minimum, which is like a million. And I remember he was playing a couple of good games early in the season, and everyone's like, "Wow, they got to get him signed like twenty million for extension." And I said, "Come on, let's just wait on this." Um, so he got three million, two million of it a bonus, which is all good for him, right? He keeps that money. The other million is really a guarantee that's offset. So, in other words, if he goes to another team, they pay him a million, which they probably will. That's that's sort of backup money, at least. Uh, that'll be offset from the Patriots payroll. So yeah, but he walks away with two million free and clear from the Patriots for you know four months of work in the off season. It's got pretty. Uh, it, it's actually a good living if you can make it. Um, sure. What's it What's it like to to release a guy like that? Right, a guy who is has that sort of stature within the NFL. Well, I think you made it clear, though, it's stature with the NFL, not with the Patriots. I mean, he's been with the Patriots 18 months. I'm sure, you know, there's some special treatment. I was detailing kind of on Twitter earlier what cut-down day is like. And most of the time, you basically hear from a, a pro scout, you know, when Packers, my guy was Reggie McKenzie, was kind of our Turk. And you bring the playbook and everything you hear about, and it's really a two-minute conversation and gets your flight out. For the better players, you may get a time with the position coach, you know, the guy that was coaching you up for the training camp. And then for the Cam Newtons of the world, you get the head coach. You know, I'm sure he got time with Belichick. And that just, you know, you add gravitas to that kind of situation. But it's a very quick process, which I always just shake my head at every year, where you're bringing in 10, 20, 25 guys, and within an hour – they're gone. You know, it's like, it's an amazing experience to see cut down day, how efficient it is. And the flights are, you know, booked. And within an hour from being told they're booked on a flight and it's a sad day. It's a, it's a sad day. Um, best. Now, if, if you were advising cam, yeah. I, again, I don't know his list of opportunities, but would you advise him to be somebody's backup? Or to wait until somebody gets hurt? Well, I assume he wants to play, you know, and not just sit around and wait for a call. I don't see him being a starter. You know, I don't see him waiting around. So some team says, okay, we got our guy hurt. You come in rather than the guy that's been a backup for two, four, six, eight, ten weeks. At least in the beginning. Because, you know, football is a very system-oriented game. So if I was advising Cam, whatever might come up now, I'd go. You know, I'd go. You're going to make the same money, which is a million plus as a backup. You're not going to come in and make a huge deal as a starter for Cam Newton. So, yeah, I mean, the rumor about the Cowboys because they just cut their two backups. Yeah, I mean, that makes some sense. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Andrew Brandt is uh, is is our guest. Um, okay, so w- it feels like we've seen some trades today. Um, the Vikings get a tight end after they have an injury. 
you know, the Ravens shuffle some linemen around, trade one, acquire one. We've, we've seen that. How does it work with the salary cap when you're making? Because it, it feels like feels like football hasn't been. It, it's not like in football there, there's there's a, a ton of trades. It doesn't feel like before the season. Um, how does it affect the cap when you trade for somebody? Well, you pick up what's remaining on their contract, and if you trade someone with guaranteed money, obviously, just like I talked about with Cam, sometimes the guarantee's offset, so it goes with the new team. But you've already paid bonus money, which you can't get back like Cam. You know, I look at a lot of these trades, Doug, and they're what I call ham sandwich trades. You're just trying to get something for a guy you're going to cut. So kudos to the teams that are trading these guys. Because there's no way in God's green earth they're keeping guys that they're trading for six and seventh round picks. They're just no. not. Right. You know these just, are these just, are guys. Just give just give me something for them. Right. Right. And then you'll see something where you give a guy and a seventh for a sixth, or you give a guy for a conditional seventh. Like you said, just give me something, and they can look good to their GM or their owner and, and say, you know, we were going to cut them. And look what we got. It's and and maybe that seventh round pick turns out to be a player. So you never know. Yeah, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I'm I'm fascinated on many levels with some of these veteran quarterbacks, and and how it plays out with with Jimmy Garoppolo for for example. What are your thoughts on how the Niners are handling it? Like, it feels like they're going to start him. Andy Dalton's going to start. But let, let's start with Garoppolo. Last healthy, played and finished the season. They played and led late and lost in the Super Bowl. Um, how much of his contract is keeping him around on the, on the Niners? Well, I've just maintained, Doug, that they, they would have traded him already if they got a deal they liked. I mean, he's got a big deal, but they structured the deal the way I like team structure and the way I did in Green Bay. Pay as you go. He had a huge cap number his first year. So they can get out from under this contract in a nice way because of the way they structured it. I just think, like I wrote on Sports Illustrated last week, I, I just think with we've just been proven this with Mac Jones. We know Zach Wilson. We know Trevor Lawrence. And then it comes down to Fields and Lance, the other two first-round quarterbacks. I just think the way New England operated is the way you should do it because these guys are going to play. And it's just a matter of, is it going to be October? Is it going to be late September? So what are you doing? You know, I, lo- I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but what are you doing? What What is the value of playing Jimmy Garoppolo? There is none. Because Trey Lance is going to have growing pains. So whether you want him to have the growing pains in October or you want him to have them in September, I don't understand why you wouldn't. You friend, you've mortgaged the future for this kid. And Jimmy's kind of in the way. That's, I mean, that's harsh, but he's kind of in the way. So he's not going to be there for long as a starter. That's my prediction. Okay. Uh, um, Miami has had to answer questions yeah. about, a, about a report that they're the team that has the most interest and is most likely to acquire Deshaun Watson. You and I have discussed this before. Andrew Brandt joining us. Business and Sports is the podcast. Of course, he worked for... The Packers worked for the Eagles, worked as an agent, worked on TV, now teaches kids at Villanova about how this stuff all works. Okay, so can I hypothesize for a second for you? And you tell me if you think this is at all plausible. Mm -hmm. One, we have Charles Robinson on. I think he's really good at his job. There's no question he has legit sources in this. But is it possible that the sources are the Houston sources? Because here's here's what I remember. I remember when it kind of came out of it felt like nowhere that Deshaun Watson wanted to be traded, didn't want to play for the Texans. The first team mentioned for the first month was Miami, right? So if you're sitting there as Houston, you're sitting there going like, it's like they're tampering with our guy who we just signed to a long-term contract. So now if I'm Houston and I'm sitting there and I have a depreciating asset in Deshaun Watson because no one knows if or when he'll ever play football again, is it possible they leak that story to go to you, Miami, for what you initially did to us, which kind of um, uh, poisoned the well, if you will? I'd say it's possible. I'd say Miami's got a lot of explaining to do, wouldn't you? I mean, how are you going to look your fan base in the eye and say, hey, we're acquiring Deshaun Watson right now for any compensation? I, don't, I mean, the story about whether they want three ones or two ones, 
to me, that's immaterial. Like, who cares what they want? How do you acquire him now? I don't get it. Like, I don't get how Stephen Ross can look at the fan base in Miami, always trying to appeal to women, always trying to bring in the highest character people, and say, hey, yeah, we got Deshaun, and look, we got a great deal for him. Like, what? Like, first of all, he's not going to play. Like, if Ben Roethlisberger got six games for something that happened in a bathroom one time with a woman, you tell me this guy's going to play anytime soon, anytime this year? If Zeke Elliott got six games for one incident with a former girlfriend, like, how does he play? And how do you acquire him? Now, what you didn't ask... Right, but, but, that is a, but, but Andrew, that's, that's why my explanation might make a little more sense, right? Which, yeah, is, which, is, which is, now you make... Now Tua, who feels like he's earned respect here in the preseason, now Tua's sitting there going like, wait, now you still want Deshaun Watson? And, all, and, and now, you know, uh, Ross looks like, Ross looks like a, a hypocrite. They all look terrible. Is it possible Houston plants that thing, lets it out there? Could be. Could be, and I think the bigger question, the realistic question, is what the he- what the heck happens to him? Because for whatever reason, the commissioner is not acting, and I don't know. I mean, sometimes they act, sometimes they don't act. It's complicated. It's civil, but there is some criminal. But there's grand jury going to happen. I mean, for whatever reason, all these owners that leave it to Roger, now not Roger's not doing anything. So I guess what happens, Doug, is he's on the 53, but he'll never wear a uniform. Like, and they'll pay him 10 plus million dollars. I mean, I guess. I don't know what else. There's no well, There's no other. They're not going to play him. Okay? They are not going to play him. So I don't know what happens to him. I, he's traded in, in March of 2022 somewhere. That's probably what happens next. Fascinating. Fascinating. Andrew, I hope you're well. I'm excited like you are for football season. It's always great to catch up. Let's do it again very soon. Thanks for being our guest. Love it, Doug. And the newsletter, people are asking about that. Go to andrew-brandt.com. Get the newsletter. I put it out every week. Andrew-brandt.com. All right, just and then put in your bookmarks, and then you don't even have to think about it. Great, great stuff. At Andrew Brain on Twitter as well. Andrew, thanks so much. Thanks, Doug. What team needs Deshaun Watson the most? Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on Fox Sports Radio. I don't think there's any question that on Tuesdays, we play our favorite game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan Beyer, what is today's game? Doug, today's game is... Rank them. All right, Doug. The topic of Cam Newton has been one that you hit on earlier in the show. Rank your top three Cam Newton memories or what Cam Newton will be remembered for if he doesn't start in the NFL again. Um, This goes back to college as well. We did this with... uh, Kobe last week and Melo the week before. I think winning a national championship is one. And I mean, a national championship Heisman Trophy. Can I combine that? Sure. Like that's yeah. That year? Yeah. Auburn. Yeah. Final Auburn. season. Auburn. Yeah. Um, so I would say three is three is dabbing, two is Superman, and one is the the year at Auburn winning the national championship with the Heisman Trophy. Oh, not a, not a, interesting. Maybe you know what three is MVP. I, I you know what two is MVP because yeah. he did have the MVP year. Yeah. So and they went to the Super Bowl. I, let's change it. Let's go uh, Superman three, MVP two, and Heisman Trophy national championship one. Yeah, there's been a lot to a lot to remember about his career at various. What was uh, the airplane stages. seat? What are you talking about? The airplane. So seat? remember when he was he tried to like. Buy the coach seat or the business coach seat off of a guy, and Cam was dressed in this fashion. The guy wouldn't do it, so Cam had to like sit and coach. It was it was just this viral video that's uh, that went on. Um, his his fashion sense could have been another the yep. Super Bowl fumble that he didn't dive on. I sure. think is one that sticks that was a with big him. One. Yeah, the, the, and and the post game presser that that went wrong and, afterwards. Yeah, and he was awful all week long at that Super Bowl with the media. Like by Wednesday. He was just giving non-answers and blowing people off, and at that point, you kind of knew, all right, well, maybe this isn't going to be the Panthers' day. Uh, Doug, rank the three teams that need Deshaun Watson the most. 
Hmm. Um, okay. I would say the Denver Broncos three. The Oakland Raiders two. And the Houston Texans one. And we'll take the uh, Vegas Raiders as well. Uh, the oh, what did I say? Yeah, I said Oakland. Oakland, but that's all right. Yeah. Hey, we knew what you old uh, habits. Yeah, it's a, if you would have said the Giants, you could have only said it as dreaming. All right, Doug, we know how much you want to visit Lambeau Field. Now, the reason I ask this question, yes. and I know we've done it before, is because there's a report from the Associated Press that Buff- the Buffalo Bills have submitted a plan for a new stadium that would keep them in Buffalo and open in 2027. Uh, a a Bill Stadium, whatever it's called now, is actually the stadium that. I would most like to go to because it's so, yeah, so different. So, Doug, rank the three stadiums that you want to go to. I already put Lambeau Field number one because yeah, we know good. that. So, so the two stadiums, rank the yeah. two stadiums yep. and Lambeau Field. Correct. Uh, Buffalo at three. This one you're going to love. Seattle at two. All right. <laughs> I've never and been to a Seahawks game up there. Let's do it. Yeah, we should. Hold on. Pulling up schedule. One second. <laughs> One oh, I'd love it. Um, I know some people, too. All right. Uh, and, and Lambo One. All right. And, and my logic behind Seattle is, one, great environment. Two, yes. great city. Great city. And it's, if I remember correctly, I can't remember if, if Safeco is... Closer to yeah. People's Market, I know they're right next to each other. Yeah, right? I think but the whatever. football stadium is. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. So the point is, like, it's a bit of a you probably Uber, but you could also get one of those electric scooters and get over. Like, you could go do People's Market, Starbucks original coffee, you know, and walk to the stadium. You know, it's like you wear a sweatshirt and some sweatpants, right? Like, you know, it's going to be cold and dreary yeah. and rainy and loud. <laughs> Super loud. Yep. And it looks like a cool stadium, and they're always good. So I would say Seahawks. Ooh. Uh, I got Buffalo the game Buffalo 3, Seahawks. What's that? I got the game for it we should go to. Okay. You ready? Yes. Um, you could do your show from there. Sunday night football, January uh, December 5th against the Niners. Oh, that would be great. Right. I could it's maybe. also the Rams game on the 7th, which is a Fox game. It's a Fox afternoon game, oh. uh, but that one you can't do because your show. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm thinking of you and hey, me. I'm I thinking realistically. That. We could do the yeah. Niners. You could do your show. Yeah, that'd be great. What time's your show done? Uh, it's actually at, right at five o'clock local time. So actually, be... this is weird. Okay, so there's a Fox game. It's a Fox five twenty p.m. game. No, it'd be an NBC game. That would no, but there's but... the Rams one. It says Fox at five twenty. Maybe it's a Thursday night game. Does Fox still have Thursday nights? Yes, for this Well, season. then let's do that. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be good. Me and you, Doug, not John Ramos with his Rams. No, 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 no. Well, it's Rams, but he has to get on a plane. I'll fly up there and meet you guys That's, both. Wait, what? That's, he'll, he'll fly. Wait, Ramos, wow. did you just say you'll fly? I, no, I will not. I'd have to drive. All right. What are you, John Madden? So John will need, John will need Wednesday, <laughs> Tuesday, and Monday off. I'll put do you that think in right now. Under, do you think people understand the John Madden reference? That's actually a good question. I'm sure... I'm sure at least 60%. I wish we 60% had music or Gavin, remember. one of the younger producers. Jay Stu, you know, you understand the Madden reference, right? Of course. Yeah. Like, do I don't think people who are under 35 or under know that John Madden wouldn't, wouldn't fly. So he would, that's why they had the Madden cruiser. He's the guy on the uh, game title. He's Madden I understand, football. but they don't, I understand, but they don't know all the different quirks of Madden. They just know Madden, the, the game. Th- that's my point. That's all they know him. Yeah. I walk into Steve there? Madden stores and say, "Can I have Madden 22?" <laughs> um, rank the no, we only we only run size 15. Is <laughs> rank the three most annoying things you hear yelled at a golf tournament? This because the PGA Tour uh, may start banning fans from yelling Brooksy. Well, Brooksy is now quickly a number three. Yeah, <laughs> Brooksy is three. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, number one's easy. Okay. What else? Give me give me another. Well, one. you got you got Baba Booey, you got mashed potatoes, you got you the man getting the hole. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Baba Booey is pretty annoying, <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get in the hole, and then you the man is the is the most annoying thing. At least you can laugh with Baba Booey. 
Yes. And that's game you time. Demand is like, that's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Huh. Um, okay, so part of the Cam Newton story, at least, is the fact that he's not vaccinated. And it's, it's really interesting, you know, on, on when you just kind of dive in deep, the simplicity in a decision that we're making out to be way more complex. Tony Dungy said something interesting on it, and I think there's a lot of reality to it. I'll share with you next in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 